Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Sunday, uh, I was talking to, um, somebody grabbed me and uh, said, hey, can we talk for a second uh, after second service? And they were saying, when at the end of service when you're praying, and then you felt like God was telling you some stuff about some people. Uh, I just need to let you know that it was me. And I was like, awesome, you know. And they and they said that uh, they said that you said that you felt like there were uh, that God was saying that there's like people that their heart was so hard they were hearing all of this stuff they were singing words and everything in the room but it was just bouncing off. And they said that was me. Like, I feel that every Sunday. They said it feels, it's so hard for me to come into church. And I fake it, but I come. Um, and uh, I, I, and he went on to explain a ton of hurt that has gone on in his life that um, has caused him to have this kind of armor and bitterness and um, just a lot of junk. But the reason I'm saying this is, is I'm, I want to, uh, tie this all in to not only is a story that matters, and that's why our church is here to to see somebody's story matter in in such a um, powerful way. Like that that's true. Um, but I also want to tag off of what Adrian was talking about and understanding that I'm kind of going in backwards motion to what I want to talk about. So I'm gonna, like starting the story and then, so it's kind of a weird way, but um, Adrian is talking about like how we say like things like presence over everything. Um, I, I got, I, I have to remind us of why that's so important. God's presence changes hearts and lives that's why we spent, uh, that's why I was telling Adrian, hey, let's just spend some more time this morning in worship and prayer. His presence changes us. His presence just changes the room. His presence changes our mindsets. His presence changes our heart. It is so important. It is not a, uh, it's, it's not a, a to-do list to say I've got to spend time reading my Bible and, and I got to spend time praying. I got to st- spend time uh, in, in, in worship, even though sometimes it can be like that to all of us. Then <clears throat> nobody is. Um, but I want to remind us again of why that's so important, because <clears throat> when you get into his presence, he starts taking off of heaviness, not putting on heaviness. He starts giving you freedom in your life that you've never had before. That's why in 2 Corinthians, uh, Paul wrote, he said that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So where God's presence is, there is freedom. So when you feel caged, when you feel like I can't move forward, when you feel like everything's coming against me, when you feel like there is too much on my plate that I can't handle anymore, what you need is not just answers to those things. What you need is God's presence. 
in your life because where God's presence is, there's freedom. So every time you feel like there is stuff that is caging you in or you can't move forward or it's just heavy and, and it, what you really need, I need God's presence. I need God's presence. I need to get in as, as sometimes as hard as that might make, uh, as hard as it might be for you where you want to actually work the problem instead of let God work the problem and instead of, or where you want to just think about it and think about it and stew and stew and stew and stew and stew. Instead of getting into his presence and getting into your Bible and getting into singing songs of worship towards God, all of a sudden his presence lifts stuff. The situation hasn't changed, but your spirit has changed. Because where the presence of God is, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we need to remind ourselves of this. So this now gets into what, um, what I wanted to talk about just, just for the next couple of minutes. Second um, Peter chapter 1, verse 12 and 13 says, Therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught. And it is only right that I should keep reminding you as long as I live. It is so desperately important that you remind yourself of what stuff is most important in your life. It is easy to forget, just like what we're talking, it's easy to forget that God's presence brings freedom. It's easy to forget that what you need is not a different job. What you need is not a different bank account. What you need is not different kids. What you need is not a different spouse. What you need is not a different uh, this or that, or I need a different house, or I need a different car, or if I could just get this raise, or if I could Those things do not bring freedom. Even though they're fine and great, and some of those might very well be in the plan that God has for you. And, and so don't, you know, you don't have to hate those things. I'm just telling you that what brings freedom is the spirit of God, but you got to remind yourself of that because everybody else is trying to remind you that, no, this brings freedom. Oh, this brings freedom. Oh, this brings freedom. Oh, this brings freedom. And if you don't constantly remind yourself, no, it's the presence of God that brings freedom. It's the presence of God that brings freedom. That's why I got to be in worship. That's why I got to be in church. That's why I got to be around people who believe the same things I do. That's why I got to be around faith. That's why I got to be around hope. That's why I got to be around people who are speaking life into my word to my world and speaking life into my heart because the spirit of God is where freedom lives and so we've got to be in that same place if you feel like you've got handcuffs on your mind and you got handcuffs on your heart and you got handcuffs over your life get into God's presence and you don't have to see the situation change you don't have to like as much as we would love to see that change God is so good that he will give you freedom in your life even when you don't have freedom in the circumstance yet he will give you freedom in your heart and freedom in your mind even when you don't have the answer to all the different things that you have there are things in my life right now that 
aren't working the way that I want them to work or aren't working the way that I felt like God has given me dreams for them to work. But I'm going to get into his presence and I'm going to have freedom in my life and I'm going to walk through all these different things because where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. And I'm going to keep reminding myself of that over and over and over and over again because vision leaks. Vision is something that doesn't stay in your heart. Uh, good things just don't stay in your life. If they would, we'd never need New Year's resolutions. They, they all, the good things leak out of your life. I don't know why this happens in our life, but it seems like bad things stick and good things leak. I don't know why that's the case. I don't know why it's the junk that seems like it's the stickiest. And the good stuff seems like it's the slipperiest. I, I don't know why that is. I don't know why it's the, it's the things that people encourage you with that you forget real quickly, but it's the stuff that you heard 15 years ago that was dark that you've remembered forever. I don't, rem I don't know why that is. I can't answer all of those things, except I know that we're broken people in need of a whole God. And that's why I need his presence in my life. I, I, I believe that's why Peter was saying, you need to remind yourself of these things. And man, if there was any person who, needed to, who, who knew what to remind himself of, it was Peter. How many times do you think he could have reminded himself of how stupid he was? Hey, Peter, remember when you literally could have been the biggest encouragement to Jesus and you denied him? Hey, Peter, remember when you told Jesus don't go to the cross? Hey, Peter, do you remember when you cut that dude's ear off and it was weird? And God, and, and, and Jesus is like, don't do that, Peter. Do you, Peter, do you, do you remember when you, when you had that revelation of who Jesus was and then right after that you said don't go to the cross, Peter? Do you remind, you know, like he had so many things to remind himself of, of that he shouldn't be where he is. But I love that he wrote, therefore I'll always remind you about these things even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth that you have been taught. And it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live because he took his example from Jesus. What did Jesus do? to Peter. Jesus said, Peter do, uh, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? At the very end, he was reminding Peter again of what, P and Peter was like, of course I do. Of course I do. Of course I do. Because Jesus knew that we need reminding just like everybody else needs reminding. Peter was taking his example from who Jesus was, and he said, I'm going to remind you. This is why as leaders also in your teams, you can't trust people that are just doing a good job and so you forget about them and you only focus on the people that are annoying you. You only focus on the people. This is why as, 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 as parents, you can't just push away the good kid and then only focus on the one that's acting up. Because what happens, we all do this in leadership. We only focus on problems. We've got to understand, do you, do you see here, there was no problem here. Peter says, therefore, I'll always remind you about these things, even though you already know them. 
and you're standing firm in the truth. He's, he didn't say, I'm going to remind you because you've forgotten and you're flimsy and you're not standing. No, he said, I'm going to remind you about these things. Even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth, you have been taught. And it's only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. Leaders are really good reminder people. They keep saying the right things over and over and over again to people. I, I can't tell you how many times I say the same thing in my sermon, different ways. And sometimes I feel like, I have preached this message about 20,000 times. <laughs> but it's good that I do it 20,001. Because we all need reminding. All of us. There's nobody that's exempt from this. This is, this is a great leadership lesson that you're just constantly, I, I just need to remind everyone, I just need to remind, do not take for granted that people are rem remembering what's important. So many times we can forget, oh, that the, it's the presence of God that gives freedom. Right? We just forget it. We come in all locked up, all jacked up, all mind going 8 million miles an hour, just frazzled and just, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to do it today. Some, just somebody's got to say one thing to me wrong and I'm going to go off. I am going to go off on them. You know, like you just have all of that pent up. Spirit of the Lord brings freedom. Let's be reminded of that. Spirit of the Lord. Okay, so I just need to pray. I, need, I don't need coffee. I need a Bible. I need, I, you know, like as much as I think I need that. I know I need, I need Bible. I need worship. I need right stuff in my head and my heart. And I just, oh, God, give me freedom. Give me freedom. Oh, it's your presence that gives me freedom. It's your presence that brings freedom. And you remind yourself of that over and over and over again. As a leader, you remind other people of those truths. And it's not just that the presence of God gets freedom. What other things do we need to be reminded? That we're better together. You know, we need to be reminded of that over and over again. It's not Lone, Lone Ranger Christianity. You can't do it on your own. You, you're trying to come in here with your perfect self, and that's why everybody will like you. No, that's not going to happen. You're just going to continually get yourself uh, sequestered away that, and so you don't have the relationships you need to move forward in your life. So we need to remind ourselves over and over and over again, we're better together, we're better together, we're better together, we're better together. I need more people in my life. I don't need less people in my life. I need more people in my life. I need to be open again. Well, they hurt me the last time I got open. That's okay. I need to forgive and be open again. I need more people in my life. I need more people in my life. Be planted in church. That's another thing that we remind ourselves again, that, that so many people move from thing to thing to thing, but you can't grow if you keep uprooting yourself and moving from thing to thing to thing, and so you got to stay planted. Even when you don't like it, you stay planted even though somebody hurts your feelings you stay planted even though you might not be feeling like everything's going great right now you stay planted because when you are 
when you stay planted and you go through season after season after season after season, there is something that happens that not everybody else sees, but you feel. Your roots keep going down deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And as your root systems gets better, see things happen to where you start you start having fruit when everybody else doesn't have fruit because their root systems are so, so out there on the top. But because you stay planted, you had roots way, way, way down deep. And so you are being fruitful when everybody else is saying, how are you? Why is your life going so well? Why everybody else, this economy, this, what? You stay planted yeah. in church. But you got to remind yourself of those things got to remind yourself over and over and over again okay what what is so important what own the vision remind yourself these are things that we run on by the way if you didn't know I'm just saying some of them we own the vision it's not one pastor's vision it's not two pastors' visions. It's not, it's not a couple of leaders that have the vision. We are the church. We, we own the vision. Every single one of us are owners. When we come into this church, we are not watchers. We are not somebody who just is like, oh, they're doing that. That is one of the things that I try to, to like cut out of anybody's vocabulary at all times. When, when you become a leader and owner of our church, when you say, oh, you guys have done a great job. Nope, we have oh, this is a really good thing. You, you, you all have a, nope, we, we do. We, 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 we own the vision. But you got to remind people of that because some people feel like on the outside looking in when they don't know everything all the time. Or they might feel like, well, they picked somebody else, but they didn't pick me. And so I'm just not a part of that. No, 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 we own the vision. We own the vision. We are a part of it. It doesn't matter who gets the ball at what time. It doesn't matter who starts on this team at some points. It doesn't matter uh, who it might get the limelight for a second. We own the vision. We own the vision. And you remind yourself again and again and again and again and you remind everybody you remind the people that you feel like need reminding and you remind the people that you think man they could teach this better than I could you remind people over and over and over again I love that Peter said this he said I'm gonna remind you this till I die that is awesome and also extremely frustrating because you would think, as, as a leader, you would think, when do I get to, like, chill? Like, when do I get to, like, you know, like, go back and, like, let you, and well, there are some parts that is really great about leadership when you get to see somebody else start doing what you're doing. It's awesome. It's probably the best thing that we get to do as leaders, when you get to back away and you get to see somebody else be awesome that you've helped disciple, oh, the, the best. But that doesn't stop you from reminding. Yeah. You just keep reminding. You keep giving leadership. You keep saying things. And some of us need to not only do that to other people, and we're good about doing that with other people, but we need to do it with ourselves. Yeah. Remind ourselves. Let God remind you of these truths. How many other truths? I mean, I could sit hippie, sit up here and talk about things forever that we need to be reminded of. That God's not mad at you. 
everybody in this place and who's listening right now online just needs to be reminded of that. God's not mad at you. He's not looking at you and just saying, you are worthless. I wish you could do a lot more than you're doing right now. That, that's not God's spirit. That, that is not the spirit of God. We need to be reminded of those things. You need to be reminded that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Just remind yourselves of these things. Oh, I'm not rudderless. I'm not running out here just in the middle of an ocean, not knowing where I'm going. No, I, God has a purpose and a plan for my life, and it's a good one. I'm going to keep moving forward. Just these things. I'll, I'll say this, because I, I literally, uh, with all this thought and all these things, I, I feel like I could talk for 45 minutes, so I'm going to shut up. But I do want to say this one last thing. Um, this, again, is why it's so important. And you, you've got to remind your teams and people around in our church about this. This is why it's so important to be in a room like this. This is why it's so important to listen to great, great podcasts. Listen to our sermons. Listen to these teachings that when you can't be in the room, but you can listen online to all of these leaders. You've, you have to, you have to, you have to put yourself in a position where you're reminded of these things over and over again. Otherwise, other things will remind you of some stuff you don't want to be reminded of. You, you just got to. This, this is why we care about when people start missing church. This is why we care about when people start missing two, two or three Sundays when they was, said they were going to serve, and then all of a sudden they're off the page. This is why we care. Because we know that if you're not in this room, and I get it. But, you know, people give you, they, people are awesome. We're all awesome at great excuses. We, we're like the, just, I mean, excuse masters of why. Well, you know, da 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 But then in three or four weeks, they're believing stuff that's not true. They, they, they're remembering things they shouldn't remember. They're reminding themselves of things that they don't need reminders for. And so, be in the room. Be around. Just be connected. Force yourself so that people can remind you over and 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 over again. My phone does this one thing. This is the last thing I'll say. I promise, I promise. My phone does this thing now because I've set different alarms for so many times. I don't know if your phone does this too. Now it does like this Siri shortcut that will just pop up before I even do it, like before I even put my alarm on or before, it picks up and says, do you want this on? I was like, oh, awesome. I don't even have to look at it. Yes, thank you. And also kind of creepy that you're starting to know my life, you know, like um, all this kind of thing. But um, there, uh, because when you, what, what happens is when you start living your life in such a way where things that you're like, I just want this in my life, I want this in my life, I want you to, I want that, all of a sudden reminders start becoming reflexes to where they just pop up and they just, oh, no, that's not right. Oh, that's, that's where we want to get to. But, but you can't get there 
until you start, you just got to get in that habit. I just need reminding. I just I need to remind myself. And when you start feeling, and one of the ways you can do this, when you start feeling the darkness or the, the stuff that's just starting to pull you down, and start, that's when you know, I need reminding. I need, I, I need, and, and reach out. That moment, get something good in your life. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.